Atypical Vart is created by Rabbi Ari Koretsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. My youngest daughter is attending a local day camp this week. In preparation for the upcoming day of mourning, known as Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of the Jewish month of Av, the saddest day on the calendar, the camp held a special evening program around a bonfire in our backyard fire pit. The director asked if I would share a story and some thoughts with the 17 young ladies in attendance. And so I spent the past few days reviewing the book of Echa Lamentations to elicit some ideas. As I read through the first chapter of the dirge, the 15th verse shocked me. The Lord has trampled all my mighty men in my midst. He summoned an assembly against me to crush my young men. The Lord has trodden as in a winepress, the daughter of Judah. In light of the recent tragedies we Jews have suffered, many of which have involved trampling and crushing, the verse could not be more timely or prescient. I could not speak with the young children about this topic. It was too heavy for that age group. But it did spur me to think about the connective tissue between these calamities and its relationship to this period in the Jewish year. Historically, both the first and second temples were sacked on this terrible day. But while the Babylonians and Romans, respectively, may have physically raised the holy edifice, we believe that our own spiritual shortcomings were the true antecedents of the destruction. The Talmudic sages enumerate these iniquities. In the first temple period, we violated the cardinal sins of murder, idol worship, and sexual impropriety. That exile lasted only 70 years. But in the second temple era, acts of baseless hatred catalyzed a desolation that persists until this day, more than 2,000 years hence. It is far beyond me to offer explanations or spiritual justifications for any calamity, much less those so fresh in our consciousness. But in the spirit of the sage's own assessment, I can, perhaps, humbly speculate. Could it be that it is we who trample each other with our words? Might we, in fact, crush our fellow Jews under the weight of our judgment? Might our collective disunity be the source of our continuing disaffection from the divine? Every year, we begin reading from the book of Devarim, Deuteronomy, on the Shabbat immediately preceding Tisha B'Av. This fifth book of the Torah is distinct from the four ones prior. According to the Vilna Gon, its manner of transmission was more akin to the vision of the prophets rather than the crystal clear communication from God to Moses reflected in the earlier sections. It is, in a sense, a step down in degree of revelation, a form of distancing from God's unadulterated word, uniquely appropriate for this annual moment of reckoning and sorrow. We can reflect on this distance and appreciate that it may simply mirror our distance from those around us. Yet the very verse we cited above, with its dramatic invoking of trampling and crushing, might also contain a hint of redemptive assurance. It speaks of God trotting on his people, as if in a wine press. But what is a wine press, if not a mechanism designed to extract the inner sweetness of the grape in producing an elevated product? 
In Jewish law, the various blessings we recite over food and drink are ranked in significance. For example, the blessing on fruit, Borei Pariah 8, is considered a higher order benediction than the Shahakol recited on the juice we squeeze from it. The one exception is the grape. The wine or grape juice it produces earns a Borei Pariah Gofen, considered more elevated than the blessing on the fruit itself. Here alone, the final product surpasses the source. Strikingly, our verse above also invokes the word moed, translated as an assembly or an encounter. The commentaries explain that although Tejabaab is a sad day, it is nonetheless still a day of meeting. We sit with God, so to speak, on the depressed mourner's stool and grieve together for what has been lost. In that same moment, we renew our faith that, inasmuch as we are trodden, we are like the grapes of the press, whose elevated future awaits. Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 